Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Generation of Faith. I am your host, Masindo Smith. And today, before we do anything, let's acknowledge God for a moment. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you as humbly as we know how. Asking for a blessing, O oh God. Ask that you touch the people that are listening to this, O oh God. And ask that you bless us all in Jesus' name. Amen. Right now, we're going to look in 1 Timothy 4 and 12. And it reads, and I'm reading from the ESV, and it reads like this. Let no man despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. Many people believe that we, as young people, should not be involved in ministry like some of us are. Uh, I've heard of kid preachers, I've heard of kid evangelists, I've heard, I've seen kids on the street corner preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, and some of them know the Bible better than some of these pastors that are adults and gray-headed. The generation that of the old, uh, the baby boomers, do not want the youth to get involved in the church as we are starting to get. And it's sad because we see what happens when the youth doesn't get involved in the church like we should be getting involved. It, and 2020 was the best example for this. When we needed people to come and there was no one to come in. So churches had to find out what the youth already knew how to do. Churches had to switch from in-person to virtual. And the youth already knows how to work every piece of technology that's known to man. While the older generation is the one that is in the church and deeply in the church and have all these positions and titles that they don't want the youth to have, they were the ones that got stuck with it, but they didn't know what to do. So they had to watch the youth and see what the youth does so they may do it to keep the church m moving and going. But the church will never be the same when we come back indoors uh, because that generation is dying out and that generation is going bye-bye. And now we have a new generation, millennials and Generation X and Generation Z, that are coming up and they're now the ones that have the baton and they're the ones that are now going to be leading the church into this new season but these christians have been in the building all of their lives because their parents and their grandparents have taken them but they don't know because they were not involved like they should be they were not in ministries. They are not ministers. They are not deacons. Um, maybe they are ushers or choir members in the kids' choir. But you didn't, the old, older people didn't want us involved, but now we're getting, we're going to have to start getting involved. And the biggest mistake that the older generation made was not allowing us to get involved as we should have been. Because now we don't know where the future of the church is. 
we do not know where the church is going to and where it can go because these this these generations that are 20 18 19 21 22 left the church because they were in the church all their lives and they saw nothing that interests them happening it was all based on tradition and protocol this and that and this and that and it bored them so now they left the church they're no longer in the building the only people are in the building are the baby boomers so now the question is where do we go next where it happen what happens after the baby boomers die out what happens to the church then because our our generation does not have the faith as the generations previously before us so what happens to the church now? What happens to the building now? What happens to the beautiful cathedrals and the beautiful temples? What happens to the actual building of the church? Because I, more than 50% of America now, it's at its lowest low of people that are going to church. Less than 50% are going of Americans are actually going to the in-person worship they are now the ones that are going to be receiving the church in just a few years, and some are already receiving it. So now the question is laid upon the table of what happens next? Where do we go next? What happens for the future of the church? I believe that churches have to advance with the new millennium. We can... The churches cannot be um, just in the building any longer. They have to reach outside of the building. They have to get outside of those four walls. And they have to give youth programs. They have to show the youth what they're coming for. The youth are not the old um, older generations. They're not the people that just are going to sit on the morning bench and listen to the pastor preach for two hours. That's not the generation we're dealing with. The generation we're dealing with is an excited, enthusiast generation that has also a very short um, attention span. So with a short attention span and young people that want to do things like that, it's harder to realize what we need to do what are you going to do for the church to continue to prosper um, but that's not a decision for me to make because I'm in the youth generate I'm in generation um, X uh, Z uh, whatever I'm in the younger generation and I know that I have faith and I love the building but I know many of my friends who don't go to church and their parents that are Millennials don't go to church but their grandparents go every Sunday because that's what they were taught but church is boring to them church has nothing to offer to them they say oh I, I believe in God sure but what's the reason I'm going to church there was what's the reason to get judged to be looked at a certain way where what am I going for they're offering me nothing why why would I go somewhere to where I do not feel welcomed we the next generation when they're getting their churches when the baton is being passed to them and when they are receiving 
the churches of the older saints when um, the older bishops and pastors are passing away and now a new 30 to 20 year old uh, 20 to 30 year old is about to receive a church they have to figure out what's next what's the next move what do I have to change because I have to change a lot in order to keep the Lord's work going in this church we um, if you're 10 to 18 and you feel called by God to pastor you're going to be getting a church in maybe a decade or um, 15 years and you're going to start preaching in uh, a decade or less if you are already not so you have to we want to especially the young people who are raised in the church and know God and have a zeal for Christ and want people to uh, know God and love him like we do and love the building and love the shouting and love the songs we have to realize that most of the people in our generation don't want that and don't know that don't know what that is and they don't really care what that is so we cannot be doing what our grandparents and what our parents do we cannot be doing what we see every Sunday when we get our churches and when we start pastoring when we start ministering we're gonna to have to change a lot it may not be a comfortable it may not be comfortable for us because we are old school but we still have to do so in order to keep God's work going amen amen and now I'm going to get ready to end this and see y'all next week and let's pray father God in the name of Jesus um, I want you to bless and touch each and every one of the people who are listening oh God I want you to give them a new mind and a clear mind and a pure heart and love you like um, I love you oh God I want them to worship you and adore your holy name oh God show them the way and show them your word oh God those who are depressed lift them up in the name of Jesus those who are worried lift them up in the name of Jesus those who are stressed lift them up in the name of Jesus everyone that hears that is under the sound of my voice let them be healed from any sickness they have whether it is mentally or whether it is physically please oh God touch them in the mighty name of Jesus in Jesus name amen